This is Bariatric Life Podcast with Amanda and Chris. We are not doctors, nor have we ever played one on TV. Please follow your doctor's advice. We are expressing our own opinions. You can always reach us on Instagram at Bariatric Life Podcast or on Amanda's Instagram at Amanda's VSG. Thanks for listening. Check out the show. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, this is Amanda. You are about to check out the episode with Raquel. And I wanted to warn you ahead of time that we kept losing her. So audio might be a little choppy in certain places. But enjoy. Hello and welcome to Bariatric Life Podcast. This is Amanda. And this is Chris. And today we are talking to Raquel. Hi, Raquel. Hello. How are you today? I am doing good. Fantastic. If you could just start off with your Instagram handle. Sure. It's ruini underscore butterfly. Awesome. And that makes me believe that you had the ruin Y. That is correct. When did you have it? In January 11th, 2022. Oh, wow. So we're pretty close in Mm -hmm. surgery dates. I know. How's it been going for you? It's been going good, um, not without challenges because it's a life-changing um, procedure, but I think for the better and uh, lots of learning on the new life. So it's uh, I'm happy where I am. So Good. Thankful. If you don't mind sharing, what was your highest weight? Oh, I think I somewhere I must have gotten to 290 pounds. And where are you now? I am at 188 pounds. And then do you have a goal weight in mind? I'm thinking um, somewhere between 140 and 150. I'm doing this in kilos because that's what I'm normally used to. So I'm thinking 64 kilos would be my ideal weight. And that's somewhere, you know, between 140 and 150. I'd have to calculate that to tell you. Yeah. I was going to say that's. That's doing math on a Sunday. <laughs> right. As they said, they were not doing math. But <laughs> on my surgery, I was at 275. Uh-huh. That's so. fantastic. Yeah. And why did you choose weight loss surgery? I had been in therapy for a year and a half or so, trying to figure out why was I doing this to me, sabotaging my attempts to lose weight. And, you know, because I'd lose some and then I plateau and then I gain all back. And that, that had been happening for, you know, five, six years. But I, then I decided to go into therapy about it. And then one day it's just, it just clicked. Um, and I started talking. I, I was telling my therapist about someone that I know that had had the surgery. And she was like, why don't you? why don't you think about it? Why don't you do it? I'm like, well, I should do it. (laughs) Then I started looking into it 
and then move forward. And uh, I actually uh, had it done in Brazil. That's where I'm from. Uh -huh. So I went back to Brazil to have it done there and uh, consulted with a doctor that came recommended by an endocrinologist that I know and really liked his team. Uh oh, you still there? Look out. Did we lose you? I think we lost her. Oh, no. So I need to keep this on. Is that, is that what's happening? Sorry about that. No, that's okay. <laughs> Time. <clears throat> so you were saying that you had gone to a doctor in Brazil that you had a recommendation for? Correct. So I went to, uh, I consulted with him, um, you know, virtually and we, him and his staff, we made all the plans for um, having all the exams done in Brazil because for me to go through my doctor here, she, she, she's very nice, but she was like, oh, I'm not sure if I can code it right or it's not insurance, yada, yada. I'm like, you know what? Mm -hmm. Never mind. I'll just go do everything. So from the blood exam to the heart exam and, of course, the psych psychological um, um, sign off came from my therapist. And yeah, so I'll say if you want to know how much I spent, I calculated this for you guys with all the exams and everything in dollars it was uh, $6,877. Wow. wow, that's all? Yes, not including the tickets or well, yeah. stay because I stayed right. with my parents. But um, yeah, like for the medical, the hospital, and I went to like the best hospital, one of the best hospitals in Sao Paulo. So uh, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Very did affordable. You, did you have any complications at all? I did not. I did not have any complications. Uh, I was, I actually, I had the surgery on the 11th which was a Tuesday uh, Wednesday the 18th I was flying back because he's I, I had planned to stay until the 20th which would be the next Saturday oh but I went to my house and um, and he said yeah you can travel now if you want to so I hopped on the plane and came back <laughs> so, that's amazing mm -hmm. and why did you choose that specific procedure he chose it he he's the one who said, well, we're going to do this technique because I think it's what is going to be most effective for the amount of weight that you have to lose. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, hey, you're the specialist. You know about this more than I do. I just, I wanted a solution. I did not, I, I'll be honest, I did not really research the difference between VSG and um, this leave and this. So I, I just, you know. Just trust your, your health yeah. professional. Yep. Yes. Yeah. And did you have any health conditions prior that have improved now? Um, I had a little bit of a higher high end uh, A1C. So I was almost um, almost diabetic, mm -hmm. but not yet. So and now I'm normal, like below normal. Not, awesome. you know, I'm in the right. It looks right. It doesn't look anything borderline. So now my uh, all my blood exams come like you know, hey, you're a healthy, normal person. That's great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
And what kind of support system do you have? So I'm still in therapy. And so I'm, I have, I talk to her every week. I have a nutritionist um, who I had had her before the decision of the surgery. And I actually dropped her because I'm like, I'm not doing it right. So I'm not, I'm going to drop her. And she has many patients who are also in Brazil, by the way, my therapist and my nutritionist are, they are from Brazil. And um, so I went after my surgery, I, you know, two, three months after it, um, the, the nutritionist that the doctor um, recommended, she was more focused on like pre up and immediate post-op and I felt a little like left uh, without really support so I went back to my um, nutritionist and I have uh, calls with her every two weeks to check um, you know how that that is going so the and and I see my doctor every three months I see him I see him I see I mean virtually right yeah um uh my then uh, my doctor here, she also became a support because I see her before I see him so that she can order the exams. And at home, of course, my parents, they still, you know, they're very cheerleaders. And my brother and sister, they are back in Brazil. And here, my husband is the awesome. He has been great with, um, you know, just helping me out with everything like if I especially in the beginning before I had a a lot of instruction from my nutritionist I would eat something it would make me so sick and he would be holding the fort here with our two kids and making sure that you know if I don't feel well just stay in bed it's fine so he has been really really great support and to this day like if if I am you know making a selection of food that it's not smart. He'll look at me like, nope, yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, don't do it. So Chris does the same thing to, to me. Although last night, I will say last night he was bad because I requested eight chicken nuggets and he gave me 10 and I <laughs> ate the 10. No, they were smaller nuggets. <laughs> And I did that on purpose. <laughs> but usually he's really good. Yeah, it's it's tough on the hubbies because they, you know, they know what we're going to look like. At, at least that's my perspective that I see from my husband. That He, he knows that I'm not going to feel good afterwards. So he doesn't want to let me feel bad. But he also doesn't want to stop me from eating. So, so it's... It, it, it's, it, I think it's tough on him yeah. um, to, to do that, to be that police guy, especially because he eats everything that he wants. And he, I wish he would have a, a bariatric surgery, surgery too and lose weight and all of that. But that's his path and his journey. He, he needs to choose that for himself. Right. So I'm afraid that he would never do it because he's seen me, you know, like, hey, I, I just ate one pork chop that he, uh, not pork chop, what's the name of the, the ribs? He, like, he, there was a holiday, he made ribs. He made a whole rack of ribs without any sauce for me. And then I ate one and I was like, oh, I'm going to die. <laughs> um, you know, all the guests, I'm like, bye, I'm just going to go up and lay down. And, and he's like, oh, but I made a whole rack just for you. I'm like, he's right. I can't, it, can't eat ribs it doesn't you know doesn't sit well in my tummy so i don't eat it yeah 
it's tough. Have you, with situations like that, have you ever, have you had buyer's remorse at all? No, <laughs> no, no. Well, one time I ate a and I just about died and I thought, what have I done? Yeah. But no, I, I wouldn't say buyer's remorse. No, it just, I don't like not feeling well. I don't like that my, you know, sometimes, you know, I'm not able to help my husband with some of the home stuff that, you know, like kids and things like that, like nap time or not, not nap time, but we're going to go to bed. And if it's after dinner, I'm like, oh God, I ate too much. He had to put, pick up a lot, you know, and I just like, I'm just going to lay down. So I feel bad for that situation. But as, as far as this, the, the, I wish I had done it 10 years ago. That's, yeah. That's my only buyer's remorse is that I should have bought it, bought it sooner. Yeah. What about your favorite non-scale victory? Oh, crossing my legs, crossing my legs. I love that. And uh, crisscross applesauce. I hadn't been been able to do that yesterday. I did. And I was like, oh, look at me. I can, you know, cross my legs in this style and just, you know, um, yeah. And, and Yeah. I was sitting like that the other day at work and one of the participants at, at my job was like, I didn't even know grownups could still sit at crisscross applesauce. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, I guess we can. <laughs> Did we lose you again? I think so. And sent the link to a stranger. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> okay so mental health is where we were and I yes think a great thing a great tip I think I should have probably gotten a bigger handle on my mental health before I had surgery yeah. so I applaud you for for your um efforts and I think I, I, and I don't want to get into the insurance talk because I know Chris has strong feelings, but it's difficult here in the U.S. It it's is expensive. It is expensive, and I, I, you know, I just don't know if it's that easy for you to get that help with the diagnosis of like, hey, I feel that I am too big and I need to, you know, uh, be healthier, and therefore I need you, insurance person, to pay for my therapy they're gonna be like no i'd rather give you metformin and you know all sorts of problems for bad people than have to pay for a therapist that's yeah, my, sure. my perception so um yeah i don't know what to say because it's it's tough here yeah i i definitely agree with you i could go on a long tirade about insurance and, <laughs> and all of that i have several times but and I think there's a lot of stigma around mental health and, and I don't feel like there should be, you know, mm -hmm. it, it's one of those things, you know, if you're, if you're not feeling well, you go to a doctor because you feel like, oh, Hey, maybe I'm coming down with the flu or a cold or something. It, it's the same thing with mental health. And yeah. I, I think especially as, people are more open to talking about it and, you know, honest with themselves. I, I think it will 
remove a lot of that stigma. Yeah. Yeah, I'd go a step further and say that uh, for mental health, and especially with, you know, issues that we've, we're having. So just like the dentist, your insurance covers for you to go to the dentist every six months, have a cleaning and have, you know, um, fluoride or whatever it is, you know, and you pay that. I, I would love to see a, a way that your insurance would say, yeah, you have, you know, you should, um, I think everyone should do therapy because we think that uh, a person who looks normal on the outside, maybe the shell is all right, but there might be some really serious struggles happening underneath that nobody knows. The ob obesity is the one that if you don't have a handle on your eating, everybody's going to know about it yeah. because you're going to be huge and people are going to know that something in your life is not in order because you allowed yourself to get that big and, you know, uh, now we all can see it. Right. As to, you know, if everyone had, a, you know, some kind of um, prophylactic or, uh, you know, preventive, like, hey, you do this therapy and you just kind of have this person to check in on you and see how you're doing like throughout your life. I, I, I hope I never stop doing therapy because it's so helpful to me with all the other issues. Because right now we're just not, we don't do the obesity anymore. We do other things that are happening and it's so helpful to have someone to have a guided conversation with you because she doesn't tell me what to do. Right. But she just guides me through the, like, hey, these, com these inner conversations of what am I doing to myself or how am I going to get out of this situation or how am I going to, you know, improve my life? And I think that it'd be really great if this was a resource that was more available to people. But um, I don't know if... There is a true interest in having people heal as opposed to having people depending on medication, having people depending on other things that, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. Yeah. Well, before we lose you again, we'll go ahead <laughs> and sign off. It was very lovely talking with you and, and getting to yes. hear a little bit about your journey. Thank you so much for having me. I look forward to seeing you guys in person in Portland, November yeah, 12th. That'll, and, that'll uh, be so much fun. Yes. And I will be looking forward to uh, next uh, Sunday when you guys are going to have a new podcast. I, it's great. I love hearing you guys. So, Oh, thank you. Well, you have a lovely rest of your day. You too. Bye. 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 We'll see you again. Yeah, this was not me because I'm holding my screen here to make sure that it's. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what happened. Well, what I was saying to nobody apparently was that <laughs> at work the other day, I was sitting on top of the desk during class and I was sitting crisscross applesauce. And one of the guys there, who's a young guy in his early 20s, he was like, I didn't even know adults could still sit crisscross applesauce. And I was so excited that, like, somebody noticed that I was. Yeah. So, yeah. there's so many, so many non-scale victories. I know. I know. And these are great. I mean, uh, yesterday I, I went to the pumpkin patch. And, I mean, there was a, a hail bill. Like, I would have never, 89 pounds ago or 90 pounds, I would have never kind of gone up there and to sit down and 
you know, cross my legs and sit there and watch the kids and be into shape. It would have been, I would have been like, oh, I, I don't want to go sit up there because it's hard for me to get up. It's hard. For, but I was able to kind of, you know, when you get out of the pool and kind of push with your arms up. Yeah. That's how I got up there. And I'm like, oh my God, I could do normal things. And as I was there, this young gal, you know, very overweight, she was sitting kind of next to me and I'm like, oh, should I go tell her that she should go do a, a you know, because I, she just looks so miserable. Like, yeah. kind of, and, I, and I felt bad. I'm like, but I don't know her. What kind of person goes in and is like, hey, you should look into bariatric surgery because it's going to change your life. Right. I don't know <laughs> where she is in her life to, to make that, you know, determination. But I just, I was just thankful that I was not that person anymore. Right. I, that I am where I am now. And, kind of moving forward and being healthy. So I had, I had a very similar situation where we were in a training for work and there was a, like a physical aspect to it where we were doing, um, what is it called? Self-defense is what we were doing. Mm -hmm. And he was having us do like warm ups and all this kind of stuff before we started getting into the actual workout. And there was a girl there who was, was significantly overweight and I could tell she was uncomfortable and she was embarrassed and, and I, I felt for, her for sure. Cause I was like, I, I know that, you know, I've, I've been there and I've, I've felt the same way and I was partnered with her. And so I was trying my best to just make her as comfortable as possible. And, and I thought the same thing too, though, like, you know, maybe I should tell her about my, my weight loss surgery, but then, Again, who am I to tell her that? <laughs> that might right. make her feel worse. Right, right. And, and you know, I one of the things that kind of prompted me to like, hey, I need to do something. It was actually in 2019. Uh, and I there was and I actually have a reel in my Instagram that shows that video because I, I found it in my husband's uh, phone. I was looking through my husband's phone for pictures of me fat and I found this reel. I'm like, oh, I remember that day. That day was horrible that there was some kind of race with the kids and you had to do like crab walking, you know, like with your, and I could not do it. I mean, yeah. there was no way I could do it. And I felt embarrassed and horrible that all the other parents could do these activities with their kids. And uh, no, I can't even lift my butt off. Right. To- Anyhow, so yeah, th- that was like, I want to say in June, July, and I'm like, I'm going to find a way to do, and you know, a, a diet, and then I start dieting, then I'm like, I'm not doing it, I'm going to, well, why, why am I not being able to do this, and then I start therapy, and, and that's what kind of started, you know, my, no, I got to do something, because that day, I just felt horrible, yeah. because I am successful professionally, I am very good at what I do. I have a beautiful family, mostly healthy, you know, other than the weight problem that I had. And I can figure out a lot of problems, pretty much a winner in life, except for this thing. Now I'm, I'm handling it. So I I like that. Finally, this part of my area is also in control, but I still do therapy. I, like I said, I still, I think it's very important to continue to, um, develop the 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 control the self-control aspect of it because if you don't then well i don't eat anymore but i buy a lot of stuff or i drink or i you know fill in the blanks for your new compulsion so you really got to be careful with that 
What has been the most challenging part for you? Most challenging part? I think it's learning to eat again and learning to that food is not my comfort anymore. That, you know, whatever it is that I'm feeling, um, you know, swallowing it is not going to help. It's actually going to make it worse. Right. uh, because before I just, oh, boom, I'm 100 pounds heavier, right? Um, now I can really get really sick. So what can I do to um, fill that void? So those are the things that I'm working because I don't want to be a shopaholic. Oh, I'm buying new wardrobes. I'm buying new things all every day. I don't want to be that person. So I have to, you know, so that that is the main challenge for me is learning to eat again and kind of not becoming an obsessed person with something else yeah what are you looking forward to most um march i will go back to brazil and get rid of the excessive fat oh great so i'm going to get have a tummy tuck and a breast uh, lift i'm looking forward to that um yeah it's gonna be great and you know and i i just got um the phone number for um the uh, plastic surgeon but right now i have a you know i last week i found out that i have a pituitary tumor uh, benign but it's pressing my optical nerve my vision is flurry so in the next couple of weeks i'm gonna have a brain surgery so that is the most pressing thing right now uh-huh so I, I wanted to be planning the plastic surgery, but I can't do that until I get rid of this tumor in my brain. Yeah. So, well, hopefully that goes well. Anything yeah, involving the brain is scary to me. Yeah, they're going to access through my nose and the prognosis is very good that my blur, my left blurry eye that is, you know, it's going to go back to normal. So I'm very assured and confident that things are going well. It's just that uh, I didn't want to be focusing on this. I wanted to be, you know, but that's okay. Um, just, you know, a little obstacle on the course and I'm just going to jump it and going to be fine. And uh, I'm also looking forward to being okay for, there's going to be an event uh, here in Portland um, for bariatric uh, gals that are going to go, uh, not, of course, the name has just flew off my hand, but I think November 12th, I'm looking forward to go to that. That The Just Be You Awards? Yes. Yeah, yes. we're going, we're going to that. Nice. I'm going to see you there then. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I got a fancy dress and uh, kind of too short. I'm scared my husband's going to be like, you ain't going to leave the house longer than that. <laughs> but the tickets are expensive, so you can't go, Dan. Sorry, it's for women. Who, or Well, I think guys too, but this is like for you to go, you got to have bariatric surgery too. <laughs> what, what kind of tips would you give somebody just starting their journey? Um, get mental health to help you with this because this is, uh, it's a physical problem and bariatric surgery certainly is a physical tool to help you. But if you don't fix your mind to you, 
are going to suffer more and may not have the full success that you can have. So get um, psychological help to understand why you're doing this, um, why you gain the weight, and to support you through this journey. I think that's great advice. Yes, absolutely. I kind of wish I had. Oh, did we lose each other? No. Can you hear me? Hello? Oh, you still there? Worst app ever. Thank you.